Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. And welcome along to uh, our Tuesday episode where we delve into the mailbag. We roll up our sleeves and we push our forearms right into the bottom of it, don't we, Sam? Just just like um, <laughs> all creatures great and small. Yeah, birthing a cow or something like that. That was exactly good, wasn't it? Exactly like that, yeah. It was uh, Doctor Who and Christopher Timothy. That's right, yeah. And then and, and was the posh one their boss? Obviously, he, he, I was too young to quite understand what the fuck was going the, on in it. The posh one was Robert Hardy, who was also in the ITV uh, tabloid newspaper sitcom Hot Metal. And he was... That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, and he was uh, he was the elder brother of Doctor Who in Was uh, he the boss of the... Creatures. I thought he was the boss of their business. I think he was, yeah. I think he was, he was King Vet. But he, yeah. was, but he was the elder King brother of the vets, of... and he didn't do vetting anymore because he'd nah. got too senior. Yeah, he was doing. He was director of vetting. Yeah, he was. Let's <laughs> do a deep dive of uh, all eight series of all creatures great small. I'll go back for it. I, it was the sort of show that would, would pop up almost all the time at the weekends when I was a kid, but I never had a fucking clue. Mm. They were just always in a hurry from one fucking farm to the next, put a pulling, yeah, fist up a cow's ass. Um, yeah. riding around in vintage cars yeah in the it was nice it was one of those those shows you didn't really need to understand no. to sort of enjoy it because you're like that looks nice and and Robert Hardy the king vet he'd get in a rage about something sometime and he'd, he'd yeah. go a bit puce and fucking throw something about that would about. scare me yeah that, those bits would scare me <laughs> actually there's, there's been a series recently on Channel 5 which has been Christopher Timothy and uh, what's the other one Peter Davison Doctor Who and the oh, series yeah. is them two going around in a vintage car looking at stuff. Seriously? Yeah. And I saw someone on Twitter describe it as uh, Total Gammon Brexit TV. And I thought, oh. fuck you. That'll be great, that. I want to watch yeah. that. Well, yeah. And anyway, who knows what they might get up to. I hope that they're always like on the piss. Yeah. And trying to like pull by <laughs> using their fame. And the vintage younger car. birds. Yeah. Every, every week. Me and my old friend and colleague, Doctor Who. All right, can't remember his real name. Go to a di- drive round in this fancy car to a different ta- market town somewhere in the UK and try and get hold of some right tidy young fanny. Try and get try and get noshed off round the back of a pub somewhere in this North week, Yorkshire. This week we're in Salisbury. Let's have a fucking look. What's going on in this in this Weatherspoons? Look at her, Doctor. <laughs> My name is Peter. Yeah, whatever. Look at her. Whoa. I bet you wouldn't mind using your special sonic screwdriver on that. <laughs> yeah. Hello, love. I'm Christopher Timothy off of All Creatures Great and Small. And remember him off of Doctor Who? Nah. No. No. What? No, of course I don't. I'm only 20. All right, well, look, whatever. You want to see my motor outside? 
Look at that. It's fucking blinding. <laughs> It looks a bit old. It looks a bit old. It's old, you soppy cow. It's vintage. <laughs> fucking idiot. Everyone's in the fucking vintage these days. What the fuck's wrong with you? Well, my day's got an Audi. My day's got an Audi. Fuck Audi. <laughs> fuck fuck Dave. German cars. That's a fucking English car, that, you duck. <laughs> you should fuck Dave. You want to get involved with us? <laughs> no, what are you talking about? It ain't about? even got a roof. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not getting in there. It's a fucking death trap. That's the point. <laughs> You soppy it's Doris. Part of the experience. It's called a convertible. It ain't got any Bluetooth or anything like that in it. Fucking What's hell. What's your fucking Dave do? He's got his own business. He's got his own business, right? And it's in mar- digital marketing. Yeah, well, fuck that. He's a f- He was fucking Doctor Who. <laughs> tell her. <laughs> fucking tell her. You're, you ain't got much to say for yourself, have you, you cunt? You're supposed to be my wingman. <laughs> Fat lot of good you are. <laughs> All right, yes, I was once Doctor Who. What, like David Tennant? <laughs> well, yes, yeah, sort of like that. Fuck David Tennant, love. He was Doctor Who when it was still fucking raking in three million viewers a week. <laughs> Proper Doctor Who. Not like that cunt they have on there. They've got a fucking woman doing it now. You've seen it. Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> a waste of fucking time. Anyway, you must have seen fucking All Creatures Great and Small. Uh, no, no, I ain't. What's that? Is that reality? Oh, no, it's not fucking reality. Hang on. I think my granddad's got the VHS of it. I've seen it on the shelf <laughs> around his house. Ah, oh, for uh, fuck's sake. What? Don't you fucking watch UK Gold every Tuesday at around 3pm? What else are you fucking doing with your time? You're spending too much time hanging around here, love. Do you know what? Fuck the old thing. I'm not going to get off with you after all. What are you talking about? I was never going to get over your leg. No, you had your, you had your chance. You had your chance. Here, doctor, doctor, it's Peter. Yeah, doctor, right? We should fucking send this in to Top Flight Time Machine. It's one of them funny stories they read out. You know, sex fail. <laughs> sex fail, right? But in this, we should call it reverse sex fail because she had her fucking chance and she blew it. We're all out talking VHSs at her granddad's. <laughs> oh, we can do better than that. Anyway, come on. Let's get back in the motor and head up north. They love it up there. They're, the girls are a little bit less fucking snooty, if you know what I mean. <laughs> fucking Salisbury. Let's go somewhere that hasn't got a fucking cathedral. We yeah, must stand a no chance. Wonder they, no, no wonder the Russians came and thought they could take the fucking piss here. Go on, fuck off. Right, come on, finish your... <laughs> Oi, come on, finish your carling, Doctor. <laughs> a, long, a long shot of fucking Timothy driving out of Salisbury, fucking... Out of the really fast. The edge of Salisbury giving it the finger at the top of the fucking car. Yeah, swigging from a can of, of carling. <laughs> chucking it into and, a bush. Yeah, chucking the crushed can into a bush. So, fucking hell, I'm fucking glad they novichopped you, you silly cunts. You snobby bastards. Take the head, dickheads. <laughs> and Doctor Who's got that funny, like, sort of hat he used to wear on. And, and he's the, cricketing whites. Yeah, he's cricketing whites with the, the shirt collars that have question marks on them. But it's all got gravy stains down it now because he's been wearing it for so many years and he can't afford to get it dry clean no more. <sighs> yeah, I don't know how we got onto that, but uh, there you no. are. Uh, right. <laughs> Let's read out some stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Come on, Delvin stick it. on the latest top flight time machine. We can listen to that on our way back to the motorway. 
Hopefully it's the fucking keen Odyssey when they're doing them Darth Paddy accents. <laughs> they're really into Top Flight Time Machine. <laughs> Who isn't? Oh, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, where did we get? That was delving into the mailbag, wasn't it? We got mm. to that. Those sleeves rolled up. Well, here we are. Um, before we go any further, Sam, an update on yesterday's episode. Uh, hmm. I got the score wrong. Leicester versus Fulham. I said it was 2-1 that you got three points. It was actually 3-1 to Leicester. You got one point. So uh, you've had two yeah, points deducted. So that means I'm only 12 points You're ahead at the top to of the table. 12 points ahead, yeah. We all, we all got... Uh, well, oh, results well. bot got four for the week. You got two and I got two. So results bot's coming back, gaining ground on us. But there you go. I'm just sorry for the pause. I'm just in examining some stray man stories, and I'm and I'm doing the fucking problematic test on some sex fails, and they've all failed. Oh fuck! Well, I mean, they're just I'm insulted that anyone would send this, and some of the language they use as well. Yeah, I mean, I know we're not exactly conservative in our use of language, but it's the is there's. Uh, there's a simmering misogyny to some of the language in yeah. sex fails yeah. and I don't like it it's, it's upsetting is, is it, have you read the one that's a live sex fail from Bristol yeah that one's alright I think it's alright but I mean all it is is they saw some bloke dancing with a gal the gal they reckon to their untrained probably pissed eyes yeah. was up for it to put yeah. it in the parlance of the uh, unsophisticated man and the bloke didn't respond and then she went didn't home and the bloke it. looked gutted that's it do you think they were just living vicariously through the bloke wishing it was yeah, them yeah I think it's I think I don't know why they were exact why they were watching <laughs> this situation for so long it's like what were you doing it was a fucking disco or whatever I don't know and you spent the whole time just standing looking at this other this couple dancing going look at her she's well up for it she's rubbing herself on him no, no, she's rubbing herself all over him. Right. He don't realise what he's got in the palm of his hand. Why don't he cash in? Right, she's gone now. Look, he's gutted. He's absolutely gutted now. Right, she's so round. Maybe I would have got his cast off. Anyway, Rob Lingham, sorry to insult you after you've sent in that email. But what do you expect? If you're a regular listening to the show, you know that there's a high chance we're going to belittle you mm. and you shouldn't have been watching you should have been getting on with your own business and if you were the the, the sex feeler in question and you're listening mm. to this get in touch and give us your side of the story because it sends a yeah bit. maybe uh, and don't forget as well that guy might have a been in a relationship exactly yeah right that, that's an he might extremely been, he might been a homosexual thing. he might have been a homosexual exactly so you're not thinking of either of those two things and that's just two reasons why he might not have been interested maybe Maybe he was a man with feelings, right? Yeah. And not just an, a, a walking erection. Yeah, maybe looking for right? a relationship, mightn't he? And he think, might think, do you know what? This girl, I'm not really in the mood. My feeling, my head is elsewhere. Yeah. My head is elsewhere, and I'm thinking about other things right now. Yeah, so bear that in mind before you start fucking yeah. sending in your, your dirty fucking messages. Yeah, dirty stories. Dirty bastards. <laughs> Dirty bastard there's, stories. There's a separate podcast for dirty stories, I imagine, but this isn't it. Christopher Timothy probably presents it. Uh, welcome to Dirty Stories. <laughs> with me, Christopher Timothy, and him, Doctor Who. Although, don't expect that cunt to say much. Miserable bastard. Are you going to say anything this week, Doctor? Well, I just really wish you wouldn't use that sort of language. Oh, fucking cheer up, will you? <laughs> 
He calls him <laughs> Doctor Who because that fucks them off, doesn't it? That pisses the fans off when you call yeah. him Doctor Who. Because oh, yeah. yeah. it's actually the Doctor. I'm here with Doctor Who. We're going to read out some dirty stories you've been sending in, inspired so, by Top Flight Time Machine. Doctor Who, have you got any good dirty stories? I think, can I just remind you once again, Christopher, it's actually the character's name is The Doctor and not Doctor well, Who. Well, why are they called the show Doctor Who then? Um, anyway, look. I don't this know. Is, no one, no one, yeah, exactly. No one fucking cares. Just read out your dirty story. <laughs> oh, God. I've got a shoplifting one here. I'll read that out. Yeah, go on. <laughs> From Jack Dunning. Um, when I was a teenager, I perfected the technique for shoplifting. It required the assistance of a friend who would go into the shop and purchase something cheap, maybe a chomp or a curly-whirly, while I play the role of an awkward teenager. I would put on my big jacket and have my friend zip up the front for me. My arms would not be in the sleeves, but they would be inside the jacket. And my, oh. <laughs> and my friend would tuck my sleeves into my pockets, so when I was in the shop, it looked like I was an awkward teenager following my friend around with my hands in my pockets. This is Amazing. good. This is good. Yeah. Then, with my free hands, I would go and stand near the two-litre bottles of Coke, reach down and lift them up into my jacket. Yeah. <laughs> this also worked wonderfully well with the long Pringles tubes. Uh, he says, we upgraded the jacket by having me wear a bum bag, which I could fill up with small items, such as penny sweets, gobstoppers and chomps. I was obsessed with chomps as a kid, says Jack. Mm. He, he adds, uh, I'm 33 years old now, and I told the story to my in-laws a few weeks ago. They didn't believe that it would work. So off I went to the court cupboard, put on my longest jacket, and with the assistance of my brother-in-law, we went to the shop and successfully returned with a two-litre bottle of Tizer and a couple of chomps. And he's 33 now. 33. Excellent. He's gone back in time. Bit like Doctor Who. Excellent adult shoplifting. Yeah. Although he's a bit too organised. I don't know. I'm sure there was someone who wrote in recently and went, yeah, love the podcast. Uh, Love all the stuff about childish, innocent shoplifting. All the dirty stories are good as well. Yeah, that's all good. I thought you'd find this chucklesome. (laughs) Me and my pal Vern (laughs) managed to acquire two... Sawn off shotguns and some balaclavas. <laughs> we entered we we entered the Northampton branch of Santander and instructed everyone to lie face down on the floor. We fired shots into the air and told anyone that if they grasped or made a fuss, we would shoot them in the face. We managed to make off with two pillowcases full of cash, totaling to over £200,000. We are now living on the Costa del Crime, and Prod ain't caught up with us yet. Anyway, keep up the good web, web, <laughs> keep up the good work, fellas. I'm just, I'm just about to use some of my hard-stolen cash on signing up to the Iron Filing Society. <laughs> TTFM, God bless. And you're like, mate, that's not a charming story of innocent childhood theft. You are an armed robber. And, uh, of course, we've passed the details on to the, the relevant authorities. Yeah. Jalapeño. Hello, this is George Weah, the former footballer of the year. And I have a tremendous opportunity for you if you are a fan of Top Flight Time Machine's comedy stylings. <laughs> Do you have a pen? Listen to this. For only approximately three pounds plus value added tax per month, 
you can enjoy bonus episodes of Top Flight Time Machine focusing on the life and times of Roy Keane, the footballer who was not as good as I. You will get advanced episodes of the Kevin Keegan Odyssey. I do not know who that is. <laughs> I assume he was also not as good as I. All it costs you is £3 plus VAT per month. And you also get all of the regular Top Flight Time Machine episodes with no adverts in at all. Adverts such as this one. <laughs> Where do you go to get this tremendous service? Just go to patreon.com slash topflighttimemachine or follow the instructions at the Top Flight Time Machine Twitter account, TF Time Machine. How can you possibly go wrong? Here's a clue. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe or perish. Jalapeño. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Jalapeño. There was a bloke who got in touch a while ago with an SAS bullshit that we really liked about the bloke who went off to get, live in a tent to get rid of his demons. Yeah, and then we had a sequel. Has he been in touch again for the third time? This is the one about the Manchester Triads. I don't no, know. He got, it, this is the one about Manchester United. He worked for Manchester United. Have we had this one? I don't know. All right, well, let's stop me. I'll, t- I'll start telling you it. The regiment bullshitter built up quite a following in our local with his many SAS stories and Manchester Triads enforcing encounters. So there was widespread disappointment when he announced that he wouldn't be joining us in the pub anymore on evenings when United were playing at home. Right. We predicted his bullshit would involve him being a bodyguard for the team, but we were wrong. He said the club had employed him. Get ready for this, right? In fact, can you guess what, what what's no, coming? I, I can't. No, it, would be, it would be impossible to guess. He said, like, they knew there would be a bullshit, and that's how a lot of bullshitters operate. They, go, they try to lead you into it, don't they? go, by the way, lads, don't expect me around uh, on Manchester United home game <laughs> nights anymore, all right? 
and then you kind of go, yeah. all right. <laughs> and and by the way, don't ask me why neither. Right. <laughs> anyway, so they knew there was a bullshit. He said the club had employed him to service the unsatisfied desires of the players' wives. Oh. And he, he was booked in for every United home game. What a fantastic job. We all agreed with him that he'd struck gold. We were therefore disappointed when one of the lads saw him selling programmes outside the ground one evening. <laughs> this is... Then he writes again, yep, you guessed it, to the tent. <laughs> this is the fella in the last uh, instalment from him. He was involved with the triads, wasn't he? And he said he could speak Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, and he was just doing a gobbledygook language, wasn't he? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then off to the he had, tent. He'd been, he'd, been, he'd been in the woods. He'd be, oh, no, that was it. The bullshit was once spotted shopping down the Asda when he should have been in the woods resetting his inner demons. Yeah. He said that he, he had to keep it quiet because he'd been recruited by the Manchester Chinatown tribes because he'd become fluent in Chinese while serving overseas. <laughs> and they said, all right, speak it then. <laughs> and he went, oh, my God, oh, my God. It was, they, said, they said, is that Chinese or Cantonese? And he goes, it was a, it's a hybrid of both of them. Yeah. That he come up with himself. Mix, mix a cocktail. You can imagine Ed Woodward. Manchester United chief executive going down into the dressing room or the training ground going now then now then lads um, <laughs> we've got a new service we're providing for the wives of you, you players uh, if any of your wives or girlfriends are uh, physically unsatisfied by you uh, during matches we've got a fella who's going to come in and give them all a good scene to Anybody want to sign up for that? <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking you know Luke Shaw oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, my missus was complaining of being sexually unfulfilled and I've been looking for a solution to that problem. <laughs> my missus um, likes yes. me to go down on her, but I'm not very good at it. I'm down there for about 40 minutes and nothing happens. Yeah. So, she yeah. Is, she says she is profoundly unfulfilled by my lacklustre sexual technique. Can I ask a bit about the background of the gentleman that you, whose services you are hiring? Yes, lads. It's quite good because he is not only former special forces and all the lads are like, oh, oh. Well, yeah. Paul Pop was like, oh, très bien. <laughs> How you say it? He must, he must, special air squad. He must be an exceptional lover. And I go, that is what well, that is magnifique. Can you tell us anything more, <laughs> Monsieur Woodward? <laughs> yes, he also works freelance for the Manchester Triads. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, "Fucking hell, this hey, this bloke sounds the business." <laughs> Paul Pog was like, "I am an avowed heterosexual, but I fancy uh, having a go on this man myself for some reason." I would let this particular individual, how you say, bomb me. <laughs> Is he available for bombings? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't oh. asked him. He says he's mainly up for having sex with your wives. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Uh, what we got? Some of these, can I just say while you're looking, the reason it's hard, because go- I've got the Gmail open, I've got the account open, right? And it's just like, they're so long. Yeah. And I would say brevity is key, not just when you're communicating with us, but in life. Look at what you've written and then think, I should probably cut this by two thirds. Yeah. See if us doing it. Because. You can ignore it. I'm looking at this, right, one one email here, and I'm thinking, I cannot be bothered. It's too long. I'm not even going to begin to read it. You can read it. Um, apart from the PS, which is short, because it goes, your George Lucas fantasy talk had me in tears of laughter. Can you one day 
do one where the film company calls up Spielberg regarding <laughs> Jaws slash ET slash Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, <laughs> yeah, all right. Maybe we. Maybe well, that, we that actually, I I do know the story. In fact, this is true. Right. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but I'll find it and send it to you. There is an actual available online. There is a transcription of when Spielberg and Lucas had the idea for Raiders of the Lost Ark together. Yeah, and they they decided because they were busy doing Star Wars and whatnot. Et, they said, "Well, let's fucking get let's get away and have a retreat." So they went out to one of their homes, like in like some like I don't know, fucking Mexico or something. Salisbury, were, Salisbury, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, we should do. We should go to my gaff in Salisbury. I mean, I rent it out as an Airbnb most of the year, but I think there's a spare weekend in March. And right? I tell you, the fucking uh, funny down the pub is fucking <laughs> top notch, phenomenal. It is. I'm telling you, Stephen, George, we that's great, but no, Stephen, listen, I know you're a married man these days, right? But fuck me. What happens wait. in Salisbury stays in Salisbury, Stephen. You know what I'm saying? Wait till you see it. Right. And it, But they also got, and this bit's true, they did get Lawrence Kasdan, right. right, to come with them. And they just sat in a room and it was transcribed. The three of them had a conversation and there was a transcriber there, or maybe Kasdan, who I think seemed to be their bitch, was was transcribing just it. Just transcribing the film. No, they're just a, they're spitballing, mate, like me and you do on this podcast. They're just coming up with ideas, and it's really fascinating. It's legit. I know it's legit because I, I think Spielberg's been interviewed about it, and it's all like typed on an old-fashioned typewriter. And right. they're literally saying shit like, "I think this guy should be a bit like Bogart in what's that fucking film? I can't remember, but um, Casablanca. You know, that no, the gold of something, something." Of Rio Grandale. Oh yeah, that one. Anyway, and they're going, yeah, I think, and, and one of them goes, I think he should have a whip instead of a gun because it makes it more interesting. And yeah. they're like, literally, the ideas for the films are coming. And they're just, right. it's like, it's like they're pissed. And maybe they <laughs> were in Salisbury. Come on, Lawrence, Lawrence, get this down. Well, you're not typing fast enough, are you? Right now, I've had this idea, right, that the bloke he reckons he's fucking nails, right? And ah, oh, fair play. He's handy in a fight. You see him fighting some people. He's not bad, right? But, but, he's fucking scared of snakes, right? <laughs> and in one bit, he falls in a fucking pit full of snakes. What do you think about that? His worst fucking nightmare. I love it. Fucking, he can't believe it. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst thing that can happen. And then everyone watching it is like, you're not so fucking hard out now, are you, you dickhead? <laughs> right? And that's what will be good about it. I'll tell you what, let's let's have a break because the sun's shining. Let's go down the pub, sit in the beer garden, check out the fanny. Right. Oh, fucking hell. There's Christopher Timothy's Bentley in the car park. Fuck uh, this. we got no chance. It. No, go on. We'll go up the fucking old bar one instead. Because once those fucking pair of cunts, him and Dr. Who are in there, they fucking mop, they mop up all the best fanny. <laughs> I've seen him at work. It's unbelievable. They should make a film about him. Anyway, there's a bit of beef between me and Doctor Who, you know, because of the Star Wars. You know, there's space films, I mate. Stuff. There's a lot of overlap, you know. <laughs> like, he's got this dog in it, right, called K9 or something, right? <laughs> and he's trying to say that I ripped off the idea for R2D2 off a of K9, right? <laughs> and we've had a lot of fucking rows about it, and I don't want to go down that road again because. I am here just to think about our new idea, right, and Fanny, and that's it. I promise the missus, no aggro. There's there's no fucking similarity between the two of them. Canine's a dog, 
And Arto Dito's like the drummer of a washing machine. There's no fucking he's, similarity he's, at all. He's more like a little geezer. Like him. I tell you, what I actually based him on right. If you want to know the truth, it's the fucking dwarf fella off of uh, you know Love Island. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Fantasy Island. Nick Knack. Yeah. Nick Knack. That fucking cunt. It was like a robot. Vote. I saw it. <laughs> And I seen him in Man with a Golden Gun as well. And I thought, there's something about that fella I like. <laughs> but then I started thinking, what if I did him but as a robot? And that is what R2D2 came from. I could save a fuckload of money because I wouldn't have to pay him. <laughs> he was fucking expensive. Plus, he were a fucking nightmare, right? <laughs> On the iron filings, chasing Fanny left, right, and centre. I thought, I can do this easier. Right, by getting Kenny Baker, who I knew anyway, right, from Panto. <laughs> I knew him from Panto, right? <laughs> I'll get Kenny Baker, I'll stick him inside like a washing machine drum, and he have him saying, bleep, block, bleep, block. <laughs> Fucking piece of piss. And i tell you where I got the idea from, from what he was going the way he taught. You know the fella from Fantasy Island? He, he looked a bit Chinesey, didn't he? Yeah. So at first it was just, what well, R2-D2 was just like a Chinese noise that I made up. It was like a hybrid of Chinese and Cantonese that I come up with myself. <laughs> Next thing I know, Christopher fucking Timothy's on the phone. He's saying, I'm here with Doctor Who, right? And he's not happy. He's fucked up. You've nicked his robot dog. He won't come on the phone himself because he's a bit timid. But I'm representing him and I'm not fucking having it. If you want to sort this out in the car park of the Three Crowns in Salisbury, we'll fucking see you down there. And you bring your fucking mate as well. Spielberg. Any other cunt them, the lot of them. Bring them all. Right, okay. Bring them down, right, because this ends tonight. Bring your right? fucking dinner it, as well. You're going to need it by the time we're finished. i never seen fucking Doctor Who this fucking livid before in my life. <laughs> Soon as he's fucking seen that fucking R2, what you call it, R2 cunt to, right, he's gone, fucking Lucas, you fucking thief. That is exactly like K9. <laughs> we had to write off a whole day's filming of all creatures great and small because he, he fucking lost his fucking mind over this <laughs> he's gone bananas he was going to go round your house and I said don't because you know the wife and his kiddies might be in he goes I don't give a fuck I'm going there now this thing's sorted right and I said no because I don't me personally right I don't believe in bringing people's families into it no matter what they've done because the kiddies there's no point upsetting them. They don't know their dad's a thieving cunt. <laughs> and like Doctor Who, he's like, well, maybe they've got a right to fucking know the truth. I said, leave it. We'll get this sorted in good time. He'll get his, don't worry. Right? But you gotta, you got to be patient. you got to bide your time. That's what we've done. And now is the fucking time. <laughs> 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 this has been Top Flight Time Machine uh, Millbag Delve uh, Hopefully you enjoyed this episode And we'll be back In a day or two With more stuff And that Jonathan Campbell Who requested that Yeah Or he didn't actually request that But he got a start So well done Although your email is about Fucking 20,000 words long At least it resulted in us Revealing some more details About George Lucas's MO <laughs> Thanks for listening Bye-bye. 
when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.